Is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, on those same social sites, holla at your boy. I am Spike Lou is the handle, Twitter, Facebook, and IG. Very minimal TikTok activity. <laughs> no club videos. The videos are hilarious, man. Clubhouse fall off was epic, wasn't it? God, Lee, you can even get started on that. Hey, listen, grand opening, it was? grand closing, dude. What do you think it was? I don't know. Um, maybe the, maybe just once the celebs didn't get on anymore, it was only cool because the celebs was on there, to be honest. Mm. That's what got it popping. You know what's putting a damper on everything, and this had to do with that. So many people are portraying themselves as experts now. That's true. And wanting to hear themselves talk, That's true. read my ebook, listen to my course, you know. check out me on this panel. Slog. Nigga. You're yeah. not even good with the information. Yes. You ain't even got that much information, dude. Nah. But I digress, man. If you can get that bag, you get it, man. Fuck it. Go for it. Hey, man. Uh, Action Pack show today. Uh, Guy Sweetie goes to us. Artist development camp. David Banner names the number one influence in hip-hop right now. And to commemorate the draft that's coming up in the NFL in which my champion Packers will be uh, <laughs> adding to their 52-man roster. That's nuts. Getting us a ring this year. Uh, we're going to have a 2021 rap draft. All right? We this got five exciting. rounds. It's going to be lit. Y'all really going to enjoy it. I promise you. Uh, but first things first, we got to get to some sad news. I said this last week, dude. I said, this is going to start happening more and more, unfortunately, at the age of- predicted a death last week? I did, yes. Wow. While we talked about Black Rob, rest in peace, Shock G, uh, Digital Underground, uh, Headman, uh, 57 years old. Uh, he is most known, honestly, not only as, of course, Humpty Hump, but for giving Tupac his first break, um, his first introduction to the world, so- uh, rest in peace, Shock G. A lot of people didn't see this coming. Um, just again, it's the third week in a row, man. DMX, Black Rob, Shock G. It's kind of like, damn, uh, man, we got to lighten up a little bit. I thought 2020 was over with. Like this, like it's doing way too much right now in 2021. But most definitely, rest in peace, though. Facts, man. Good quote I heard about death to give it a, a more positive outlook is you get two deaths in life. One when you take your last breath, and the second one when the last person that remembers your name says it for the last time. Mm. that's pretty deep so do stuff out there to continue your legacy on where people will talk about you even though you're gone and shock g did that man condolences to his family he discovered tupac that's yeah. always well i don't know if he discovered him but he gave him his shot and that's always going to be associated to his name uh we are like you said getting to that age where we'll start seeing this a lot more frequently unfortunately 
But fortunately, a lot of these guys have done enough to, but we'll talk about them for a long time. So rest in peace, Humpty Hump, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, let's get to the business today. First things first, fresh off their compilation, their YSL Slime Language 2 compilation, Young Thug and Gunner did some good in the community, specifically Fulton County. They went to the jail, bailed out 30 inmates um, that couldn't afford bond. Now, the jail is notorious for being overcrowded. Earlier this year, they said there was four or 500 people, too many in the jail. Um, so my question is simple. Um, was this commendable, a commendable gesture or kind of cheap album promo? Now, the minister, the self-proclaimed minister of culture himself dropped this in the group chat. Mm. And we proceeded to give him a hard time because, I mean, who doesn't want to give him extra a hard time? That's true. Look at it. Yeah. But with that being said, I'm not going to go as hard on him about, well, excuse me, on them about this as I went on in a measure because I, like we said, we're just giving him a hard time. But this is very commendable. I don't look at this as album promo. I don't look at this as these guys just trying to get their name in the news. They're local to Atlanta. They see these stories of the jail being overcrowded and they know how effective this would be. Just going, just a simple act of kindness and how far that that will go for normal people. Like a thousand dollar bill ain't nothing to young thug or gunner, but a thousand dollar bill to a nigga that ain't got it working a dead end job, minimum wage. Like that's a lot for yeah. riding around with a suspended license trying to get to work. Now you've been sitting in Fulton County for three, four, five days, a week or however. That's really dope that they even sit there, thought about that, went through the process, went through all the logistical work of getting it done. I don't think they just went up to the jailhouse, dropped a bag off and said, hey, let as many niggas as you can out can with this money. So I do think it was dope. The like It was very effective. I didn't see them make it a challenge or anything of that nature or add songs to it. It just seemed like a very genuine gesture in a city uh, that needed like that, that jail, the, the overcrowding of it, the, the things that they did, it was very much needed. And I think it was very commendable. So you they, they had cameras there because they, they shot a music video at the same time. Mm. Uh, very, very 2021 God's plan ish. I must mm. say, um, but again, they, and they said that they were doing it to inspire. So they're, they're doing it to, in hopes to inspire. They're doing it for all the right reasons. But to be honest, and of course, the album came out last year. I believe it hit number one on Billboard. Bro, this is the name of the game that we in, fam. If you make a lot of money, in order to not get smacked by Uncle Sam at the end of the year, you need to spend a lot of money. And there's many ways that you can do that. You can buy a boat in your business name. You can buy, you can buy some lavish. You can buy a jet. There's a bunch of lavish shit that you can cop and get this same effect. Mm. But they didn't choose to do that. They chose to go down to Fulton County, bail out as many people as they could with the bread that they brought, and 30 people got to come home and see their families do it and got the fuck up out of there, probably tight, COVID-ridden Fulton County jail, dude. So that's what they chose to do. That's the world we live in. This is no different from anybody donating to their old school or – Anything of that nature, you have to spend. When you make a lot of money, bro, you have to spend money, fam. Yeah, that's, the way, that's the way it's set up, dude. So you have to, these people choose to spend it this way. Some people choose to not do this and go buy lavish, frivolous shit. So kudos to Young Thug and Gunner. They still can't rap or make good music, but at least they free 30 people out of Fulton County Jail. Not saying Young Thug makes bad music is nuts. That's nuts. No. Um, so both of us approve of this, but let's play devil's advocate up for a second here. Yeah. 
I'm not sure that they vetted the people that were getting out here. What if something negative happens? Like, what if one of the people on bail proceeds to commit another crime? Something yeah. happens where somebody loses their life and someone traces it back, say, oh, he would have been in jail if Gunner and Young Thug hadn't bailed him out. Do you think that they worry about that backlash? Is that type of backlash possible, especially in today's society? How do you feel about the other side of it? I think the lawyers vetted the people. Okay. Because because their bonds were small. And so I, if I'm not mistaken, that is a high probability of them being non Violent. Uh, violent offenses right and so thug also pointed out that he was kind of tripping of how high some of these people bonds were for the offenses that they were in for so that mm. lets me know that he is aware of what they, what they were there for yeah. so but yeah you're right though that is something to worry about and i'm hoping something. that they had they got enough money to go and bail people out they got enough money to have their own lawyers that are on top of shit and would advise them in the right manner of who to can come out and who to skip some disgusting right-wing Tucker Carlson type investigative lawyer could find this and, and, you know, try to tie it in one day. But I'm glad that they weren't scared of that. I'm glad that they went, they did this, they spent their money effectively. And I really kind of wish it would 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 have been a challenge. That'd have been challenge dope. a nigga in another state to do it. Challenge niggas in Memphis to do it. Challenge niggas in Houston to do that. Challenge niggas in Miami to do it. And kind of turn it around as far as because they are getting rid of the bail system in a couple of states as far as keeping people locked up if they can't afford to get out mm. that is a, a very effective step in getting having people locked up that can't afford just to be out and, and not pay to get out but I, I do think that they had a, submitted a challenge to other rappers that would have been a cool little viral thing to start the summer off with they said they're gonna do it again so well, we, we shall see. Hey, it's Listen, if you clapping for them when they pull up in new G-Wagons and shit on IG, then you can clap for them when they do something like this. It's the same thing. Absolutely, man. So moving on to the next topic, April 1991. What does that mean to you? 30 years ago to this month, uh, Eazy-E released Dr. Dre to Suge Knight out of small persuasive efforts from Suge Knight. Yeah. Dr. Dre went on to have uh, arguably one of the most uh, effective careers in hip hop. My question to you over the last 30 years, has there been a more relevant person, relevant person to hip hop other than Dr. Dre? Uh, the short answer is no, mm -hmm. but first of all, 30 years ago is nuts. <laughs> That's number one. Um, we know what happened the following year that he was released. That was 92. He dropped the album called The Chronic. Y'all may have heard of it. Um, ever since then, he's been numero uno, man. Like, I, like, not to mention, first of all, he would be up there just on his solo career period and just at, at his time as a producer with Devereaux and all of that. But then he discovers Eminem. Then he discovers 50 Cent. Then he discovers Kendrick Lamar. That cemented his name as the number one, without question, most relevant person in hip hop in the last 30 years, which is kind of close to where we like to have a reference point for this particular show. Mm. Um, so I do have a close number two though, but I'm gonna wait until I get your, your, uh, your thoughts on this. Cause this nigga's resume is unbelievable. A close number two is nuts. And you, I don't, I don't believe it. First off, and you, you said it, NWA, yeah. his own career, Snoop, 50M, like 
these are arguably five or six of the hottest rappers period ever in the game as far as their name their skill set their popularity and we're not talking about the richest person we're not talking about the most talented person but the person who has been the most relevant and i don't think that they, like you said there's not another answer other than dr dre the only thing that, that made me wonder or stop and think here and then even i thought about it then as he still be relevant Right now, if the top rapper is in the game, because you don't hear this anymore, you used to hear it a lot. But if I heard a little baby say, you know what, I've been working with Dr. Dre a little bit, mm. and that's coming out, I would be stupid excited. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be tough. If I heard Drake say, you know, me and Dre been in the lab, like I oh. would be dumb excited, dude. Even today, Dre ain't put out really nothing great since what the Compton thing came out, probably the last thing that he put out, yeah. or, or whatever it was. But like I say, even still today, if niggas was telling me that they were working with Dr. Dre, the top artist in the game, and they finna come out with something, I would be at 11.59 refreshing my Spotify up, dude. Yeah. So still today, I think that he's the, the most, if not the most relevant person ever in rap. Yeah, he he has that cachet, dude. Like he, Dre is still like, he's got that mystique around his name still, even with detox never dropping ever again. And don't please let's not get this twisted thinking that that's ever going to come out. Cause it's not coming. Never coming. Can't, you can cancel that. He still has that Midas touch despite not really producing much First of all, let's be clear. He came out with the beats headphones. He doesn't need to touch a fucking keyboard or an MPC or a beat machine ever never. again for the rest of eternity. Like he's super good. Nigga, even with the divorce, nigga, it still don't matter. So it dumb, still don't matter. Dumb but, straight. Yeah, he's super duper straight. But but still, he he does have that cachet. In the last thirty years, I'm going to give you the runner up though. Distant runner up. It is a distant runner up. That is true. But it's somebody who has a, impacted many careers as well, and that's Lil Wayne. Mm. From his impact on how many on the game sounding and looking like him, him introducing people to Nicki Minaj, arguably the biggest female hip-hop artist of all time, and introducing us to Drake, the biggest pop star on earth right now, you have to give one. Those are two humongous cosigns, dude, that he is responsible for, for the most part. So I have to give it to him. That's not beating Eminem, Snoop, fucking Pac. It's not beating all that shit. And doesn't beat that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But in 50 and all that, but still... I don't know anybody who's brought that much to the game in addition to what they brought. I got to go Wayne. Distant second. That is a distant second, but it is a good one. I I, I didn't think of that one. That's more so out of left field. And if you really want to weigh Wayne that way, then, yeah, I agree with that. Nikki, Drake. That's big. The Hot Boys, himself. Yeah. The Platinum squad, in a like, week. Yeah, like they, currency indirectly. Like, there's a lot of people who owe Lil Wayne a lot of credit for. Thug, like it's people yeah, that, thug. like, come on now. Yeah. Like, that's, he's got a lot a of fact. kids in the game. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a good one. I like oh. that one. Uh, yeah, Tiger. No, nah, I'm just. <laughs> oh man, shout out to Dr. Dre, man. The OG goat Quincy Jones. He got he harder than Quincy Jones. Stop! 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 No, Dre may be harder than Quincy Jones. Absolutely <laughs> no. You know, went a step too damn far, dude. We could have kept it moving and went to this next topic. Dre harder than Quincy Jones, dude. Bro, are you? He serious? gotta be. He has to be. 
Nah, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie. I used to I used to put Quincy Jones in the same vein as like Dre and Puff in it until I seen that documentary, and I was like, nigga, I'm completely. I was completely wrong about dude. That's true. That Ooh, documentary is incredible, nigga. I watched this shit three times. On Netflix. Flames, nigga. I don't even know if I watched that. What? Did I not watch that? I, I guarantee, bro. I guarantee, if you watch that, you'll come I back on the next episode and be like, "I want to apologize." <laughs> You're gonna formally apologize. I started. I think I started watching it. I don't know if I finished. Man, that shit. I, get, I, I never got to that or that Godfather, the Black Godfather. Did That's dope that too. He really? cold. You gotta watch. Yeah, those are two must watches. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gassing it or nothing. I gotta check those out. You right. What we um, have next? Next up, man, another producer, another dope producer, man, David Banner. He was on a podcast the other day, made a very interesting quote. He said, quote, I watched the whole industry jack the Migos style, jack the way that they rapping, and then get on TV and act like they didn't just rip them boys' whole style off. Now, he did make a second comment, which I will get to in just a second. But first, I want to know, do you believe that to be fact or fiction? Did the whole rap game jack the Migos style? It's fact, but that's the game that we in. It's, it, I don't think that it's relevant. It's not relevant to where the Migos are right now as far as not hot as they were. It's not relevant to where the game is. Like, this happens with every turnover, every new generation. Like, niggas been dragged. Like, niggas went singing and rapping the way that Drake does. It's like, niggas did it, but they didn't do it the way that Drake does. And then you got niggas like Nick Grant. Uh, and all of that, like niggas wasn't rapping about trap shit the way that Jeezy was doing it until he came and done it. And the same thing with Migos, like collectively young niggas wasn't dressing and fly like them, talking the shit that they were talking and it popped on bad and bougie. Like they were the hottest people in the game for the summer. So of course people are going to emulate that. You could argue and say that they're emulating the crunchy black style, the, the, the three, six mafia style from back in the day, as far as the cadence of the rhymes. But I don't think that David Banner's making a news-breaking revelation here and saying that or being surprised by it. Like, I'm not sure what he means by saying, that, like, niggas got on TV and acted like they didn't steal their style. Like, this is hip-hop. It happens. Like, this is what primarily the culture is about. So I, I think he was kind of off on this in his assessment of niggas jacked their style and ain't gave them credit. Like, the Migos were impactful enough to everybody knows where that came from. Like, if you out here acting like the Migos, you dressing like them niggas, like, you know where that came from. No, that's a fact. And and what he's saying is facts. The Migos are the dominant sound in hip-hop right now. They broke on. They broke out in 2013, which seems like a really long time ago. Uh, but they've been cooled off lately. You know what I'm saying? And and to be fair, like you said, they didn't create the sound. It's not. There's nothing new under the sun. They just popularized it for this current generation. 3-6 was rapping like that. I, I've said this before. 3-6 and Bone are the most influential artists today because mm. I could pick their, I could pick I could pick where people are getting their shit from from both of those two acts. But that's a whole other story. But Migos are the reason that QC is who QC is today. They're the reason that everybody raps in that same cadence that they rap in, and that's for better or worse, if you're not a fan of that, then you hate rap right now for the most part, at least radio and commercial rap. <clears throat> so they need their props. Now I get it. I don't know if I, if I'm somebody who's a 22, 23 year old rapper and I'm on my second or third single, maybe my second, third mixtape, I'm not going to come on TV and say, man, shout out to the Migos every five minutes, dude. After a while, it's like, look, bro, like, come on. Like, what, what do you want me to what do? Yeah. Why would I shout them niggas out? Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, why would I do that? Like, let's, let's would go it. listen to them instead of me. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it a stack. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. I see them niggas. What's up, man? I fuck with y'all, bro. I came up on y'all. That's all the respect that niggas need. Like, you ain't got to sit here and tell me on your Instagram every other day. Now, the second quote that he said, though. Before you get there, that okay. goes to the generational differences in now and the generation that David Banner grew up in, too. Because where we grew up in rap, it was egregious. That's to true. do what he's saying. Like, you can't come out and, and flat out sound like a nigga or emulate the style that they have. Now, in today's time with social media, you get likes for being similar to a nigga. And if you like this on Instagram, you'll love this. Yep. Like, it all caters to people being alike. So it, it's just a different time that we're in. I agree. I could think of three or four people that came out sounding like Big and we roasted them. Oh. Like, Gorilla Black? Yeah, like, it's on, over bro. for you, my nigga. Like, what? <laughs> Who? Fuck. Big, bro. Like the nigga yeah. that came crazy. That came out and sounded like Pac. Pac. Yep. Out of here, bro. We don't want to hear that shit. Bro, that shit was trash. <laughs> off the, but now, the, the, all you got to do is put your... You can sound like somebody. Just put your little spin on it. Have yeah. your little creative name. And, hey, dude, you pop Change it. your auto-tune to do differently from they auto-tune. And you all in there. That's same true. Same beat and everything. Same pants. <laughs> same biker chain. Same color hair. <laughs> nigga, now, his second quote. <clears throat> I thought this was interesting. He says, Southerners don't give Southerners credit. So how is anyone else going to give us credit? I don't know what's our disconnect with history and us wanting to give it up. As soon as hip hop moves on from the South, I want somebody to look back and give us credit. I don't I, know about that, though. I love it. I am the defender of the South and our group chat all the time. I've always said niggas will float out those average New York artists like Mob Deep. They'll overrate niggas like Nas, Nori, all of these niggas. And then you try to shit on A-Ball and MJGs and Bun Bs and Scarfaces and these lyricists of the South that are clearly better than these niggas. They just happen to be from New York. I'm one million percent with David Banner on this one. He's spot on. People give all of those people you just named credit. No one has ever not seen credit like, like face. <laughs> but not credit like Mob Deep. Like niggas, when they start talking about the greatest rappers, they'll say, yeah, you don't forget Scarface. Like, nah, it ain't no don't forget my nigga. He's in this conversation. And then like nigga, like Mob Deep, then niggas will be like, well, Prodigy, like Prodigy's not a, a good rapper, dude. Rest in peace. He's average at best. Like if he was from down south, like niggas would look over him like he was one of the ninth stream niggas from No Limit. <laughs> Like, this is just a fact, dude. I, I think, but he said, he said Southerners don't give Southerners credit. I agree. I don't, I don't We've been brainwashed. We've been brainwashed to believe that the New York shit is better. Here's what says way back in the day with Rap City. And they used to flood us with them bullshit ass New York nigga videos. Well, that's because I, I think York, that's what the media is. Yeah, and I, I, I think that there's something too, and I'm being uh, facetious here. I'm going extra hard because I'm from the South. But with that being said, I, I do think that us coming up on that, like I remember the reason specifically why I like T.I. so much. Because like it, it wasn't normal to see a nigga from the South rapping like that on Rap City. Like yeah. when I'm Serious came out. It, like it, it was just you... In, in my opinion, in coming up, you did not get the credit as a Southern. And I think that just goes from generation to generation. Like, even with some of these lists that I got from some of the kids that are in high school now and some of the rappers that they like, like some of the New York drill stuff, like, it surprised me. And I just think yeah. they give them more credit than the Southern rappers. I don't know. I think it's a new day, man. I think I think people, people, I don't, I don't know anybody who would sit and be like, the South isn't running hip-hop right now. I don't know anybody that would say that with a straight face. So I think they get their props, bro. Well... I, okay, I, I'm speaking historically. 
because you're right. You would have to be an idiot to say, <laughs> well, the South, well, New York's still here, New York back. Like, no, no, bro. We got this on lock. It's going to be on lock for a while. Niggas had some hot moments out west and shit, but we got this shit. But I agree with you there. Currently, it's gotten to that point because we've been so dominant. But I do think that historically, when you go and start looking back on artists, people, especially of our age group, give a little bit more credence to niggas from like East Coast, just because that's the era that we came up in. I agree with that, though. Yeah. I can see that. Again, a generational thing with uh, David Bell, I think. Lastly, before we get into the rap draft the 2021 on deck tv rap draft your girl saweetie got that right for the first time she was sent to artist development camp Mm. now she said that she used this to work on her skills and and kind of just polish her off as an artist is this a good look for her a bad look or it really doesn't matter at all you think she needed it um this is a great look Mm. for young saweetie Cause not only does she need this in the worst way. <laughs> That's funny. She's some slaw. But she? yeah, she's some slaw. But I, I, she's not cool to admit this though. So that means she knows that she has gotten to this point on a shuck, and that is only going to last but so long. So let me get into this goddamn boot camp, get my get my show together. Well, you know, while we quarantining or whatever, get my show together get my bars up, get my writing up. I love this shit. This, I, I res- actually respect the hell out of her for this. Like, you can get in the game on a shuck. You can have a one hit that somebody may append for you. You know what I'm saying? You can have, you can be bad as hell, so, like, really people just follow you for your looks, and then, you know what I'm saying, you got, like, a little, some A&R decided that <laughs> you should perform this song that was in somebody's hard drive for the past three years, and then you did it, and it turned out to be a hit. All that's fine, but you have to know yourself. You can't be delusional to think you are here strictly off your skill when you know that's not the case. So mm. if your looks are your strong suit, then work on your weaknesses, dude. That's, I, I, I love this. I wish more people would do this because we're missing like real A&Rs in the game. Like this used to be back in the day where there were gatekeepers. Then mm. people had to get picked and then groomed and made into an artist. Nowadays, you know, Jim Jones talked about this. They just artists, I mean, um, record companies are just plucking who got the highest SoundCloud numbers for this month and giving them deals and shit. So salute to Saweetie for this, man. I, I, I respect this real talk, though, even though she's some slaw. <laughs> slaw is, that's going a bit far. No, she's some slaw. A beautiful she young black queen. I know, she's bad as hell. She can't <laughs> rap. That's what I'm talking about. That being said, you said an important thing. Getting into the industry on Shucks. Yeah. And I'm going to read four names to you, and you just tell me what these names mean to you. Uh-huh. Will Harper. Willie Harper, excuse me. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. That's her grandfather. I thought it was Will Harper, the actor. But, so exclude that one. I'm going to read Hill names. Harper? Will. Willie Harper. That's her granddad. Okay. MC Hammer is her uncle. Oh, wow. Gabrielle Union is her cousin. Okay. And Zaytoven is her other cousin. Damn. So they family you good, nigga. <laughs> family is legit straight. <laughs> now, when you say getting into the industry on a truck, I'm not mad at nepotism. I support it. You can provide for your family and put them in better positions, then great. What you said that was correct about this is she understands the shuck by having people that are in the industry already and they like, look, 
if you've gotten a shot, you may as well perfect this shit and ride it to the moon. Gabrielle Union is not a, she didn't start out as an A-list leading actor. Zaytoven didn't start out as a super producer. MC Hammer didn't begin with You Can't Touch This. And I think that her having that strong pedigree gives her the knowledge to be like, look, I can't just shuck it out if I really want to be long-term in this. Like, I got to get the skills to be able to do this. And I commend her, like you said, for acknowledging, like, hey, I ain't where I want to be to be as great as I plan to be. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to school for this. And I wish more artists would take this opportunity, but I don't think that enough of them have the pedigree in the game and are able to talk to people and people tell them, hey, you should do this. You should take a year off, go study like your breathing and and your live performance and and all of like recording albums. Like you should do that without having the pressure of putting a project out. And I think that she had the means to do it one, because that's very important. You got to be able to do take time off, have the money to do so. But also she had the knowledge and the behavior with the database to talk to people and get the information. So that's fire. I think that's dope. Is this a coincidence that she has to do this after Quavo and them and her broke up? No coincidence at all. What does that say about what well, Quavo's and, and, impact and, was on and her? And here's another thing, though. So that's a good point because let's say they had that conversation as a couple. As her man, Quavo not going to no fucking development artist rap school. He's good. And he's looking at it like, shit, you right here with me. You my gal. I'm A-list. Like, why in the fuck would you need to do it? So I could see him talking her out of it while they were together and her still having the idea, still being able to talk to the people that recommended it to her, but her man being like, why the fuck would you need that? Because again, it's a different perspective. He didn't come up like, her with the different people in his life that can give him advice on that he took the shuck and he ran with it and it's it's paying off and it's working for him but everybody can't do that i'm saying more that he was heavily involved in her songwriting and making the music oh you thought he made her music no her music ain't that good if quavo was writing it can only be so good if she's performing it quavo was writing that shit she would have had some hits she got she got like she got some she got a couple joints and nah, the, I think Quavo more so like, baby, you can't afford me. Are you nah, going to stop. work on that you going to cool work man. on your little album and shit with your home girls and your little buddy that you got writing that shit? But I ain't nah, I ain't doing that. Cool I, I, I pin my pen too much. <laughs> I made bad and bougie. Like I'm keeping real with you, my girl. That's what he. T- that's why they broke up. He wouldn't write a song for. Her. She tried to blame that shit on cheating. She really was mad that nigga wouldn't write no hooks and shit for. Her. <laughs> Nigga in there, goddamn, they ain't there working on Culture 3 with that heat rock, nigga. She walked by the studio like, damn, I can't get a bridge, nigga. <laughs> Where that shit at for my album? Her, her first two hits have all been samples. They've all been remakes. She did. She remade the two short. And, and very popular samples, too. Yeah, Not for sure. like a slept on sample. Like, this was already a hit, literally. That's like, what I'm just saying. Gotta loop that motherfucking put somebody else on there. So how long can you let that run? So kudos to her though for acknowledging that. She said she has PTSD from a, a radio freestyle that she did and a radio host flamed her for it. So she's still, that's still in the back of her mind. So she won't, she don't want nothing like that to happen again. You want to talk about freestyling being dead or you want to save that for another time? Freestyling what? Being dead. It's not like, there's nothing dead. You could pay me. There's nothing you could pay me or acknowledgement you could give me if I was a top rapper right now to freestyle for you. Like if I'm a little baby, just, if I'm I, there, done it, no, no reason that I do it. Free, I ain't saying that they want wouldn't. 
I'm saying I got a lot more to lose. I can play the rich. Like, man, I get paid to rap. I don't come up here and do this shit for free. Yeah, like, I, that, there's no way like, a nigga would get me to rap on the spot nowadays. Niggas would be like, you're some slaw, and you'll okay. be exposed. I'm still going to continue to sell millions of records. That still gets a lot of clicks, bro. Now, niggas go on flex. When, when Moneybag Yo, when Moneybag Yo went on flex and did his freestyle, you know what niggas in the comments were saying? Damn, That's I didn't know he was like this. I'm going to check his shit out. Damn, I, this shit was, bro, look at the comments. I don't believe it. I got you. Send me that link. Because I, well, I guess I can clarify then if there used to be a time when niggas at the top of the game went freestyle. There's oh, yeah, no way. Absolutely. There's no way you getting the nigga like Kendrick, Drake, J, Drake, J. Cole, Big Sean. Like, well, Big Sean, maybe. Nah, but Kendrick, nah. well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Kendrick, Drake, like, them niggas ain't freestyle. Like, nigga. They, they don't pay their dues, though. They pay their dues. Sweetie needs think, to freestyle. I don't know of a young rapper that can rap well enough to freestyle. Like, imagine a nigga like, and this ain't no shade, but imagine a nigga like Pooh to coming up to freestyle. Nah, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> and I like Poussais. That's my that. guy. But imagine him going to freestyle. Nah, that ain't going to be nothing. That's not ending with if, somebody getting shot. But if he did it and he ripped it. Got a lot to lose. Yeah, I mean, okay. And it's like, oh, you're going to win a lot of people over. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. I guess. Um, speaking of Pooh Shiesty, man, you never know. He might pop up in this rap draft that we got going on. 20 Shiesty, that's my dog, yeah. 2021 On Deck TV rap draft. Man, hey, little known black history fact, we've been wanting to do something like this for a very long time, and we are still going to do it more full-blown, like how we always kind of drew it up before somebody steals it. But for the time being, since the NFL draft is this week, we thought we'd be cool to kind of do a mini version of this. Uh, we got five rounds. It's going to be dope. This is the foundation for it. This is going to be done. It's going to be done live. We're going to turn it into a big event, and you guys are going to get to see how this is done. You're going to get to pick your five best rappers going into the year, and you're going to see how they perform in comparison to other people. They'll have different people representing their teams. Like, I got picks from Dead End Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. I got Chris Platt sent some picks in. The guys at FSP sent some picks in. Everybody picked a rap draft team. And like you said, within the next year, we're going to do this, invite people, film it live, make it a real rap draft. But this is the foundation for it. This is like the structure. So people can see how it goes and get the whole gist of it when you and I go back and forth and make our picks. Then we'll Absolutely. read some of the other picks that people put in. Thank which you. Which yes. super Complex. surprising for me. Complex, please don't steal this. Um, we coming. We coming. I'm, I, I got Pooh Shicey on speed now, dude. We coming up there with all the like, all the, the hitters, dude. Coming for Complex, nigga. Now, we're doing, like you said, five rounds real quick. Round one is your lock guaranteed superstar as your first pick should be. If you don't follow sports, the person that you take in the first round is your that's your employee of the month, that's your foundation, that's who you build in your business around. Yep, that's your franchise, man. Round two is the star, ah, but they need a few tweaks to, to really just be great. Great, yep, they get in a good system, they could go the distance. Yep, yep. Uh, round three, somebody who's solid, but you, but you like their potential though. Yep, personal preference. I like them. They're good. I, I like them. I think I could do a lot with them. Um, round four, slept on, but to you, they talented as hell. Facts. You might not know him, or you might know him, but you don't like him as much as I do, and I'm going to put you on. And round five is the diamond in the rough that I, you about to put the world on right now. 
Facts. You don't know this guy. This is me putting you on him. You probably didn't hear him before, but I fuck with him. This is the Mr. Irrelevant pick. Yes. Left <laughs> round. We might do the seven rounds, get two people on the bench or something when we do this live, but five is a good starting place. I like a lot this, of good man. feedback on these as people were picking too, man. I got some interesting picks and an interesting conversation that I want to have with you about these picks, just looking at the different ones once we get done here. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, we got some, some, some picks submitted from some, uh, some, some extended family of the show. And we're going to go over those in just a second. But first, I'm going to build my fire-ass team, and you're going to uh, blunder the draft like your Cowboys usually do. You're going to lose. Round one, who's your first pick, dude? Oh, we got to pick. We got to do rock, paper, scissors or something. Okay. First pick, right? Yeah. You see the 49ers coach said they did the rock, paper, scissors? What did he go? One, two, three. Yeah. He said he does it with everybody. Well, not the 49ers coach, the Lions coach. That explains a lot. I was going to say, imagine that. Yeah. So, rock, paper, scissors for the first pick. You go right, one, well. two, three. Rock says, all right. One, two, three. Gotcha. Paper. Oh, you trying to do it late, nigga. Get out of here. Paper wins. All right, first pick. You weren't going to take this anyway, so we didn't even have to do that, but it was cool. People probably will like it. First pick, I seen this a lot more than I expected. I thought I was going to go against the grain with this as a first pick. Mm. I called this guy a long time ago, leaning into it. I love that I was right about him, basking in the glory of calling the superstar from the very first time that anybody ever seen him on Breakfast Club. The number one pick in the 2001 <laughs> on deck rap draft, Little Baby. Let's go. Or 2021. Super, 2021, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the superstar, the number one in the game right now. Let's go, Little Baby. And what makes this even more refreshing. I called this. You remember the episode? You remember it. I, I called this. Yeah, vaguely. No. Um, Bottom. Decent pick. You know what Great I'm saying? Pick. I'm sitting at the number two slot. We we high-fiving in the draft room because that's not who we wanted. We were hoping you was going to fuck up. You did. Franchise. Absolutely not. The franchise is getting picked here, guys. And that's Aubrey Drake Graham with the number one pick on my squad, 2021 mm. Rap draft, you can't listen. F- fuck what Charlemagne talking about. Fuck what Durant's whack ass teammates are talking about. And and you may have called quote unquote him, but that was after he had a song out featuring my guy Drake. And that I don't see not. him stopping or slowing down anytime soon. By the by, the end of the day, when it's all said and done, he's going to be the biggest rapper of all time, surpassing. Jay-Z, you heard it here first. I'm going Drake with my first pick. Easy. Easy mm. call, even today. Mm. I don't know, man. That's a risky pick. Age. A lot of injuries. <laughs> a lot of injuries, man. One, one thing you need out of there. <laughs> nice pick, though. I, you know what? As a little preview before we start talking about these lists, surprisingly, spoiler alert, you were the only person to pick Drake. That's one. disgusting. You need new friends. I was shocked. I thought that I would at least have two or three more from some of the people that I sent it out to. But you were, and this is surprising. I wanted to get more into that. But the, I was shocked that you were the only person to pick Drake. That's the Because I knew you would. That's dope. And, uh, uh, second pick. This is, again, the star. Needs a few tweaks, but you see him being great. This guy's my type of rap, man. Picked him to have a classic album earlier this year with, uh, with Benny, but- Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher is going to be my second round pick. Age scares me a little bit. 
you know, versatility as far as being able to translate and put a hit out and not just make the boom bap music. But listening to that album that came out this year shows me that he's headed in the right direction, has some promise, has some room to grow more. So my second pick in the rap draft, I'm going to go Benny the Butcher. That's hard to do, man, because that first album is a classic. Fuck it. It is. Fuck it. I go ahead and put it out there. It was a classic. Um, so that we'll, we'll say that was the that was his senior year. Mm. He won the Heisman with that. Won the Heisman. That was definitely a Heisman winning year. So that was the Heisman. Likely live up to this year. That's a lot. He, hey, listen, a lot of hype behind Benny right now. I like that pick, though. I can respect it. Um, my pick, I'm going with another one of my guys. All these people on this list are my guys. I rep them constantly on a day-to-day basis. I don't stand for any slander on anybody on my squad. I got to go to baby dog. He's oh, a wow. star that needs a few tweaks. Mm. And we know what those tweaks are. He's got to stay away from the boys in blue. Quit mm. doing dumb shit to get you in those situations where you got cuffs on you. All right, bringing pistols to Beverly Hills and goofy shit. Like, stop the goofy shit. Like, you're on now. You don't have to do that anymore, dude. You don't have to do the bullshit no more. Just let your talent speak for itself. He's got arguably one of the best flows in the game. He's got one of the most distinct voices in the game. He's got a great personality. He's making moves, building his empire with his billion-dollar baby label. I'm loving what he's got going on. I think the sky's the limit. He just has to get out of his own way, and I think he'll be great. Mm, that's and I called him a long time ago, too. You didn't call him. You called him when we seen him in the diaper? No, I ain't called him then. Nobody okay. called that shit then. But you know what's crazy? Th- what's that, that year, th- the guy that he got to fighting with in the mall, you see he died? I was just about to ask you that and ask you, did you see that guy that he knocked out in the mall die? That's, that's crazy. Nuts. And uh, that's yeah. fucked up that we have to reference him as the guy that the baby knocked out in the mall. Yeah, if, but y'all remember, if y'all remember in the Louis store, he got into argument with that guy and he knocked him out. And it was an alleged publicity stunt. Did you see how he died? I didn't get to see that. I didn't, no. Mm-hmm. I th- they say maybe an overdose or something, but don't, don't hold mm-hmm. me to that, though. Shit, that's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Rest in peace, though. We making light of that, but that's some slaw. Yeah, that's some slaw. I wonder how he feel about that, but baby. That's a good question. Third round pick, man. This is the solid, but you love the potential. This is where I can take a risk here because I got two such solid guys at the top of my draft. This is going to be nuts for you because you're not on this guy taking him this high. I got to go with Pooh Shiesty, man. Pooh Shiesty, third round pick. Get it in blood. Get it in blood. He's the next superstar in the trap. Pushaisi. That's my guy. Love him. Love Pushaisi. I'm Pushaisi and I'm really shiesty. Pushaisi, that's my dog. That was hard. I I do like that song, though. He's growing on me, though. I just don't know if he's the type of artist I can listen to a whole project. Like I don't know if he's that. It's more interesting. If you listen to his last project, it's probably a little more in-depth than you think it is. Okay. As far as the stuff that he's talking about. I need to check it out because I haven't listened to Be Fair. I haven't he listened to that some, joint. He got some stuff where you'd be like, damn, I wasn't expecting this. You know, I mean, you know how I get down. So it ain't really, I ain't just there for all of the, the foolishness, though I am for some of it. But he got some real shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> he got some Definitely here with some of the foolishness. You got to have a balance Facts. in life. Facts. Uh, but you're solid, but you love the potential pick. I, I'm, I'm going with a person who just dropped a project this past weekend. Um, 
had an album the last two years, about two years ago now, man. I'm going no longer YBN Corday, mm. but just Corday. I think he's, so here's the thing. He just dropped an album or EP called Just Until. Shout out to M Extra in the chat. He was on there. He was on in the chat the day before this came out, gassing the shit out of it. And that's a surefire way to turn everybody off of the goddamn music before we even get to hear it. So yeah. please, if you are the M Extra of your chat, stop gassing shit before everybody can hear it because it's going to cloud my vision and everyone else's when they try to listen. So I listened to this the first time and thought it was boring. I listened mm. to the second time it began to grow on me. I listened to the third time and now I can't stop listening to it. The potential for Corday is huge, but there's a thin line between the type of music that he's making that a lot of people will be turned off on. Cause that's the same music that, that the hotel chains was tweeting about J Cole talking about if you want a good night's sleep, listen to the J Cole album. So you can turn off a large portion of people if you're not able to make the type of records that would do just enough to get the non purest hip hop people involved without diluting your sound. I think Corday, once he figures that out, he's going to be a star. He's got the superstar girlfriend. I love this EP though. I ain't gonna lie. At first I was like, it's cool. Uh, at third, fourth, listen, man, I'm a, it's, it's banging. He ripping it and, he, and it's just good records. So I'm, I'm team Corday. I like this better than the album already. Fuck it. Um, I agree with that. I, I agree. Corday can rap his ass off. That's a fact. one of the best lyricists in the young generation that we have. And um, I like the EP. I did too. Like, I like I, it at first. The top two songs, the, the, the top song, the first song, and the last song were my favorites. The middle really didn't do a lot for me. But I like him. I, I, I think that's a strong pick as far as him being able to grow into his sound. Yeah. Why I agree with the J. Cole comparison, I would say that J. Cole probably has the strongest, like, grassroots fan base. And he yeah. got him from rapping the way the Corday raps right well, now. Well, Travis Scott is close, though. His, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. His fans are... That's another level. I can't Yeah, that's another level. But they're, they're, they're not manufactured. They fuck with him. That's facts. That Period. is a fact. I got but J. Cole right there, though. That's a fact. Yeah, I got a godson that love Travis Scott. I can't even... I don't even know how. He got his hair <laughs> like him and everything. He's dope. All right, next one. I struggle with this. This was slept on, but you like the talent. There were a lot of guys that I could have went with here. And you get into the rounds where if we were doing a real draft, you're not sure if they'd still be on the board because of the talent. True. I got to go with Moneybag Yo right here. Mm. I don't know if he'll even still be there. And this was a late change. I had penciled in right here um, reason. I had reason okay. pitch it in right here, but that just listening to you talk, I listened to the album before we started recording the Money Bag Yo it's album. Not bad. It's not bad at not all. Bad. Dope yep. samples on there. Yep. And he can dude can rap. Like yep. people be sleeping on the Memphis rappers from a lyrical standpoint and think it's just like some party music, but Money Bag Yo can rap. No, you can rap. No. Uh so I'm here for that. I think the couple tweaks, couple changes in his career as far as who he's associating with. He can really be a star. He got the subject matter. He's always in tune as far as what he drops. So Moneybag, yo, is my pick. Slept on, but I like the talent. Because I don't think enough people know about him. Like you were even saying, with what really swayed me to make me pick him here is like you were saying in the comments of that link where people saw him freestyle. They were like, shit, I'll check him out now. Because he can like rap rap. It ain't just trap rap. He can rap. Like you said with Pooh Shiesty, 
you're like, yo, you need to run it. There might be a couple of records on here that you might not have expected. Mm-hmm. I think money back your skill will kind of creep up on you a little bit. Because to be honest, it's money cash holes, you know what I'm saying, with the same cadence and kind of flow of what people rap like. But there's a little bit more depth in the bars than you would probably expect. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it just kind of creeps up on you. You're like, oh, shit, he's slick ripping that shit. I ain't even really nice. paying attention. God you find a nice little pocket and just go in. Like, That's I, a I fact. fuck with that. That's a nice pick. Um, for my slept on, but I like the talent, I'm going to go up top to New York. I like St. John, bro. Mm. And I think St. John is super talented, but he hasn't came with that hit yet. But I think he has the capability to do so. Uh, we just talked about him last week when he was talking to Vince Staples, telling him about the type of music that he needs to make and that how no one cares about his music. And this is how you make music for people to give a shit about. That lets me know where his head is in the game. I mentioned it last week. You watch interviews with him. He's got his head on his shoulders. Very talented songwriter. He's written joints for Beyonce and shit. So he's a talented guy that's now stepping in front of the camera. But I think he's got the charisma and the skill and the versatility because he can rap and sing to like really make an impact. So He's slept on right now. He's not on a lot of people's favorite list, you know, and whatnot. But I think dude has – he can really be a savage. I really like the talent. I'm getting him in the fourth round, and I'm ecstatic about it because he's bringing a whole different flavor from everybody else in my squad. Mm. St. John, check him out, dog. He dope. I had to go – I had to double back on him. I'm not – You hate him. You hate him. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it was – it was something weird about it, the delivery or the accent. I couldn't, something threw me off about it. But I'll try again, though. It extra gas him, too, before you listen, so it may have just been that. It may have been it, too. Yeah, it may have been it. He's pretty high on uh, another list that we'll go over. I can't mm. wait to go over somebody's list. Um, to round it out, the last guy that I have, you've heard me talk about him on the mashup, Louisville, Kentucky, Silent CMG, ESTG. Uh, guy that I, one of my buddies, um, put me on him as far as he said he went to school with him at F- SF Austin said he used to shake the campus mm. everybody used to be on him uh, and he said he just started rapping because he was so popular and it's graduated into this I think that he has a long strong career ahead of him uh, especially in the lane that he's chosen he's doing the best in far as the trap rapping and because everybody's doing it now I like the way that he does it the best and the stories that he includes with it and it seems so authentic it may have been because of the story my homeboy told me that they went to college about that may have something to do with it subconsciously. But just looking at the videos, listening to the lyrics, hearing other artists talk about him, he seems to be the authentic guy, like similar to a Jeezy or a little baby when they first came out. So I look forward to seeing how far ESTG can take this thing. That's my slept on sleeper pick. Yeah, Yo Gotti usually has a pretty decent eye for talent with the exception of Black Youngster. Uh, yes, he's, he usually got a pretty good eye for talent. Um, so that diamond in the rough, I'm not mad at that. My diamond in the rough is coming from Oakland, mm. coming from California, man. He is not a young cat by industry standards. He's in his late 20s, but he's just now kind of breaking through. His name is Simba. Well, Shout I thought out you were to him. Say, sir, I was going to walk off. I was oh, going to close my laptop and leave. <laughs> that'd have been funny as hell. RB nigga right there, that'd have been hilarious. Simba. Shout out to my guy, Kendall. He put me on on Instagram. He sent me a video. I listened to it. I was like, yo, this is hard. And I did what you're supposed to do when somebody sends you one video. You search for about three or four more to see if that was just a little, if that was just a flash in the pan or what what he really hitting on. Dude is tough. And so I downloaded his album, Don't Run From Rap. 
and it's banging. He's got songs with like Two Chains and Ty Dolla Sign. It's pretty dope. What Moneybag Yo is on there too. Oakland. Yeah, he's from Oakland. Oh. He dope, man. Like, but he doesn't sound like he's from Oakland. Like, I really, you wouldn't know that if I if I hadn't told you. But check him out, Simba S Y M B A. And I'm saying it was funny. What really did it was a freestyle that I saw him do. Mm-hmm. That's what really made me go check out his music because he spazzed on the freestyle. And I'm talking about he was killing it. I'm like, yeah, I got to see if he can make music. Let me listen to some music. And so I listened out. It was banging, man. So y'all check out Simba Diamond in the Rough for sure. Mm. I'm going to check it out. You saw he it. tough, man. You'll like him. Check the song with 2 Chains. Just check that out. You'll be like, see what, see what he do. He mm. killed 2 Chains, of course. But I'm saying, like. Impossible. He's <laughs> Impossible. He dope, man. Y'all check that out. Now, we got some submissions. We got a lot That's of submissions, man. I don't know if we're going to read all this shit. I'm going to keep it real. Somebody we ain't going to read all of it, but there's some interesting questions to be had around this. And my first one to you, as I was forwarding you these lists throughout the day. Blowing my phone up. What was the money? You need this dryer in hell anyway. You might as well receive some to use your data, nigga. <laughs> Who was the most surprising first round pick that someone took in the, in the text that I sent you? Um, shout out to Big Jeff. He said his first round pick was that was mine. <laughs> yeah, but and, but look though, I like Rod Wave though. Like he's better than I thought. That's a reach. That's Jamarcus Russell in the first round right there. Oh, uh, he's not a fr- listen. That's Jamarcus clear. Russell. I was gonna go in on Big Jeff. I can't believe you stole that one from. Me. Let's be clear, Big Jeff know better. He should not be a lock. <laughs> he's not a guaranteed superstar, but I do like him, and he's better than I thought. Again, just we've said this a couple of times. I listen to his music, it's more it's got more depth to it than I thought, and it's better songwriting than I thought. So shout out to, to Rod Wave, shout out to Florida, but he don't need to be nobody number one pick though. I got your least favorite list. I can tell you this already. I'm gonna read my guy Nikki Ducey. No oh my god, his list is podcast. I'm gonna read his <laughs> Oh my God. My guy Nick with first first round pick at Young Thug. I'm not mad at that. Wow. Second round pick was Duke Deuce. Okay. His third round, which is a reach, yeah. third round pick was Isaiah Rashad. Throw the whole draft away. His fourth round pick was Lil Migo. I'm not familiar, so I can't say nothing. Lil Migo, from, he one of your guy artists, too. Okay. Like, he's one of those. Dude. Remember that time I was telling you, like, you run across some random rapper and they got a million Instagram? Like, he got, like, 850,000 Instagram followers. Yeah, I believe it. You should know who Lil Migo is. But Clearly. You know. And OMB Bloodbath is Nick's fifth pick. So now he's just making up rappers. <laughs> so he's got a made-up rapper, Young Thug, who, bro, oh, I can't wait God. to go away. Jesus, that's and it, funny. First man. of all, we could have a 50-man draft, and Isaiah Rashad still wouldn't get picked. Like, he still wouldn't get picked, bro. <laughs> he's some slaw. And I, and I hate it because he's from Tennessee. Salute to Tennessee. But, bro, my dude's some slaw, bro. I knew you would hate his squad. Who, yeah, that was read, terrible. Read me somebody's squad that stuck out to you that I sent you. Um, shout out to my guy, Money Green. Mm. His first round pick was Pooh Shiesty. That's nuts. That's the reach. <laughs> Big reach. His second round pick was 24K Golden. He was on the freshman class last year. I actually picked him to never be heard from again. So shout out mm. to Money Green for keeping his name alive. Pick three is Moray, who I actually like. And I think mm. Moray is pretty good. That's a good spot right there. Two more Ray, two more Ray mentions. Him extra mention more Ray for his fifth pick. More Ray's pretty dope. Lil Migo. 
And then Lamigo was his fourth pick, and then Sierra Shante, who I've never heard of, but I guess fits the description of Diamond in the Rough that you're putting the world on, will work. So shout out, I like that. That's a that's a decent list. Couple of reaches, but he got potential with the squad. Facts. I wanted to read uh, because I, I I almost thought it was over for my boy, but I did get two picks, of, uh, first round picks for Kendrick Lamar. Shout out to Ken from Dead End Hip Hop. He took Kendrick in the first round. He took the baby in the second round. His diamond in the rough was Primo Rice. And he likes Duke Deuce, too. Took him mm. third round. I'm, I must be sleeping on Deuce Duke. Uh, okay. That's nuts. Uh, shout out our guys from some of the Realville guys. Jay Hove. Yeah. Jay Hove, he, what do you think about Jay's list? No, I'm not mad at this. His, his lock pick was Travis Scott. That's, he still that's got a long career ahead of him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's fair. That's, that's easy money. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a layup. But, I mean, I picked Drake, so I can't really say nothing. Easy money. Um, number, his, his second pick, star that could be great with a few tweaks, was Big Sean. I think that's so. I think, it, like I told y'all with the last album, that was supposed to be it. I think that's it for Shell. Damn. That skip has sailed, however you say it. Round three, solid, but he loves the potential, was Jack Harlow. Overrated. Jack Harlow's album was actually pretty good, though. Mm. Uh, round four, slept on, but you like the talent, Nick Grant. He can rap his ass off. And uh, round five, Diamond in the Rough that you're putting the world on, HD Ben Dope, who I know Jay doesn't know who the fuck that is. So I don't even know why he put this person. I couldn't even read that name. I didn't know, know if that was a, a mistyping or what. I, yeah. I just thought he left it blank. He just heard so he, HD Ben Dope. Yeah, somebody made that up. He, 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 he got a young nigga group chat and he just took that name off of them. Some he just asked him who was their favorite, like underground person. Yeah, that's name. all. That's, that's all that was. I wanted a young guy's perspective. Here's a young list. So you got my me? Guy, no, no. Not old niggas, young niggas. Shout out to my guy Scoops, man, and Jalen. Jalen is in high school. Okay. He's starting freshman this year. Okay. Uh, he said NBA young boy was his top pick. That makes so much sense. So much sense. Another yeah. Pooh Shiesty. Pooh Shiesty number two for him. Okay. Uh, Polo G, Rallo Rodriguez, and No Cap. Never heard of No Cap. You heard of No Cap? We say, yeah, I said heard, that there should be a rapper named No Cap, and there's a rapper named No Cap. I, I've heard of No Cap. Shout out to the Polo G, though. I like Polo G. He definitely has potential. He's one of the cats out of Chicago that I fuck with heavy, along with, of course, my boy G Herbo. But shout out. I like Polo G. I like that pick. That's that a good list, song. though. That is a good list. Uh, the young boys got some good lists. That, that latest song that Polo G put out, um, what is it, Rap Star? That's bang. Yeah, I like that. One of the ones that came called. up. From the other, like all the young boys got Dirk, they got Lil Baby, they got NBA Young Boy. Oh, read the list of... though. You can give him some put, you gotta put it in order. I got you, I got you. Okay. So these came from my guy Lil Tink TK. He he reached out to his nephews. They're from ninth to eleventh grade. The first one is uh Lil Baby. The round two is Lil Dirk. Mm. Round three, NBA Young Boy. Okay. Round four, DDG. Yeah. You know, you know him? Yeah, yeah, Moonwalking to Calabasas. That's a song. That's ah, all Ah, okay, I've heard of that. Yeah. And Little Quez, Q-U-E-Z-E. -E. That's somebody he go to school with. That's what I that is. Quez. Another nigga in high school in the same list is sent over. I guess it's, I think it's his brother. Okay. This is nuts. This list is nuts. J.I., the Prince of New York, yeah. says he's a guaranteed superstar. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah. He won, um, he won the second season of the Jermaine Dupri show. Uh, okay. And uh, 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 what's what's back? What's shorty name that won the season one? I know Man, you're like, talking about um, Mulatto. Mulatto, okay. Mulatto won season one. Jay had a Prince won season two. 
His number two is Lil Quez as well. These are high school kids now. This is Case and shout out my guy. Young they clearly Case. go to the same school because they go to school with Lil Quez. I think they're brothers because Lil Quez is second on his list. Clearly. Uh, love this rap name. And I, I went to check this out. This is the, I had to go find this dude, CEO Youngin. Have you heard of CEO Youngin? I don't believe so. CEO Youngin is on YouTube and he's everything that you want him to be. Please check out CEO Youngin and Dusty Locaine. Dusty Locane, you need to check him out too. Dusty L O C A N E. I kind of like that he, name though. He has a YouTube view. I mean, he has a YouTube video with like 20 million views on it. Never heard of him before I seen this list. And his last person was Lil Dato. He go to school. Lil D A Y D O E, Lil Dato. He go to school with him. And the last high school list that I had was Lil Dirk one, G Herbo second. Let's go, Lil Herb. This nigga's clearly from Chicago. Big 30. You know Big 30? Yeah, I like yeah, Big 30. He would have been my six-round pick if we had That's, that's your boy, people. Uh, Moneybag, yo. No. Pusheisty. That's, that's Pusheisty. Yeah, he, he got a lot of songs. I like Big 30. Pusheisty is his fourth pick and another little quiz pick. So Clearly all three all of these people <laughs> are cool with little quiz, and we have given little quiz a shout-out on the show. Shout-out to little quiz, man. Shout-out to little quiz. You made the list. Facts. I'm going to check out his music. And I hope it's banging. We got to go through the list, though, man. These are, man. This was really, really interesting to go through. We got to go to the rap chat, too. I hope this is not boring, people. But I got a shit on the list, man. Go for it. Shout out my guy, James Reagan, man. He in the Madden League and dubbed up every other week. Okay. His first pick was Lil Baby, commendable. Second pick was Conway. That's fine. This was the most interesting thing that I seen. This person's pick ranged from first to fifth. Like, people just didn't know where to pick him, and I thought that was very interesting. And that's Freddie Gibbs. I got some list in people were taking Freddie Gibbs first round. Mm. I got some list in where people were taking him fifth round. Mm. Really interesting. Yes, yeah, I can see that. But James Reagan took him third. He took money bag, yo, fourth, and he took Corday fifth. Like, he kind of overrated and underrated some people. Corday is a diamond in the rough you put in the world on? Come on, yeah, that's, Reagan. That's, that's nuts, James. Follow Reagan. the criteria, Reagan. That's nuts, James Reagan. <laughs> Shit. Hey, real quick, though, let me go ahead and shout out Sean Wash. He's got the layup list of all everybody. Number oh, one is Benny. Is. Number two is Lil Baby. Number three is Corday. Round four was Freddie Gibbs. And round five was J.I.D. Thanks for playing it safe, Wash. <laughs> we appreciate you. M. Extra might have made that list one. Like, it might be an M Extra list with the J.I.D. sneak. Matter of fact, M Extra has a list. Fuck it, we might as well read it off. We've been joking on him this whole damn episode. Give him that. Um, number, round one was Lil Baby. Round two was Freddie Gibbs. Round three was J.I.D. Round four was Vic Mensa. That's and round list. five was Moray. I will say, Vic Mensa's last two projects have been dumb straight. And he, I don't he's, believe it. He's finally you. back to rapping. He done took the leather jacket off, the fucking tight leather jeans and shit. Take that bullshit off and just rap, dude. Like, and he's been doing that these last two projects. So shout out to MX. We're giving MX a hard time, man, but he is moving this week and we couldn't make the damn going away party because we had to record the show. Yeah, but shout out to my guy MX, though, man. Absolutely. Big salute. Man. Much success to you on your new endeavors in your new city and state. I want to read the rest of the Dead End Hip Hop guys and Chris okay. Platt. Chris Platt. Took the most time. Shout out to Chris Platt, man. I told him this. He said he loved the idea. Everybody else responded in the text. My guy Chris Platt sent me a word doc. He had a brief description of each pick and why he picked them. And he also had a pool of rappers that he could have chosen from but didn't. 
I like Chris that. Platt is the man, dude. Y'all check out Strictly Hip Hop uh, from Chris Platt, man. He's you should probably pronounce his last name correctly now that he's did all this for you for this episode. I call him Chris Platt. That's my name for him. Y'all call him Chris Platty. So shout out to my guy FIFO from Dead End. You know Dead End Sports. You know Dead End Hip Hop. You know who FIFO is. His first round pick, Benny the Butcher. Second round pick, Denzel Curry. Mm. Third round pick, Rome Streets. Fourth round, Primo Rice. Okay. And fifth round, Serious Client. I could argue he made two of those up. <laughs> this is, this, this. If you get now, but no, this will wrap up the dead in hip hop, and that you won't know anybody on this list. Shout out my guy Mike. Mike definitely don't listen to the mainstream. I'm gonna know uh, two people. Watch. Yeah, more than you think. You know, yeah, you. That's it. Two. The first one, Lupe Fiasco. He's taking first round. All right, the draft is over. <laughs> we can go ahead. We can go ahead and hang this up, guys. Wins and losses coming right, right next. His second pick is Playboy Cardi. His third one is Kenny Mason. I've heard of him. You heard of Kenny Mason? Yeah. Never heard of Kenny Mason. His fourth round, man, I don't even know if I'm sadistic. S-A-D-I-S-T-I-K. And his last name. His last one is Vakil. V-A-K-I-L-L. Or Vakil. What do you think that spells? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I was three for five, though. Who was on Platty list, though? Shout out to my guy, Chris Platt, man. Let me pull up the word doc, man. I got to pull his. His not in my text. I got to go to the word doc. We pull up the word doc. Shout out my guy Chris Platty, man. So his first round pick. His first round pick was Kendrick Lamar. No brainer for him. Most anticipated album he's ever experienced. Kendrick can give us an experimental album and still chart more than anyone in the music industry. Hey man, you ain't finna read the whole game. No, no, I'm just gonna read the Kendrick Lamar. Also, there's a legacy factor. His second one is Lil Uzi. Mm, Third one, his third one is Boogie. I fuck with West Side Boogie. I like Boogie. His fourth one is Anime. Amine. Amine, whatever you say. Yeah. And his last one, I got to read this one because it's funny. All right. This kid, Chris Patrick is his name. This kid has one project out, and I'm pretty sure he works at Best Buy right now. <laughs> He's starting to get a little buzz. He can sing and rap at a super high level. He'll be signed to someone by the end of 2021. I thought that was a funny breakdown. Hey, we're going to, hey, hey, listen, if that Chris happens. Chris definitely is coming to the first uh, draft that we do live. If that happens, then and we got to we gotta recall this moment and timestamp that. If he calls whoever the hell that just was and they sign. Chris Patrick, remember the name. That's crazy. Appreciate everybody for sending in their list, man. This was fun. Again, we have had this in the can for a very long time. We wanted to do something live. Uh, we still are. Don't worry about it. And we're going to have different versions of the rap draft, too. Don't worry about that. We'll more on that later. But this is going to be fun, man. One last question before we move on. Okay. DJ Cotton did a list. Over, under, number of rappers from Memphis on his list being five. Six. He, going <laughs> he picked six. If y'all don't know DJ Cotton, join the rap chat. Uh, Memphis is on, man. Shout out to him. He got Money Bag Yo as the first pick. Ding. Big Boogie. As a second pick, we'll I think he's from Memphis. I think he's from Memphis. Okay. 42 Doug okay. is the third pick. Big 30 is yep. the fourth pick. Memphis. And Fast Cash Boys. I think they're from Memphis. That's Detroit. Memphis as well. Yeah. So four out of the five. So for 42 Doug, <laughs> shout out to Cotton, man. My guy, it, man. Legit. 
Um, let us know who your picks are, man. Round one through five. Just comment on the Instagram at on Dick TV podcast. We appreciate it. Let's get to some wins and losses, man. Before we get ghosts, we got a W to Kanye. He raised $1 million in t-shirt sales for his collaboration with Balenciaga, uh, for DMX's family. They had a $200 DMX t-shirt. They sold out instantly. $1 million. All proceeds go to X's family. Big respect to Kanye for that move. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope that he took time out to do that, being Kanye West, everything that he has going on right now, and all proceeds going to his family. I'm sure that that was something that helped him out tremendously, being the DMX to bread one is not around no more. So, yeah, that's, that's fly. Man, uh, he, he also put together the funeral, too. I don't know if you saw it. But Kanye West did? Yeah. Really? You could tell this. You could tell too. Once, once Swiss said that, it made sense because he had the stage. The say the stage was set a certain way, and it had the screens underneath them, and then like a monitors over top of them, and then the Sunday service was there. So it looked like something. It's like a Kanye. show, it's like a Kanye show. Damn, I ain't even look at it. I need to pay attention to that. Um, we have an L to Fabio Foreign. He was caught with a loaded gun that had the serial number scratched off, which is illegal for anybody that doesn't know. He was in New Jersey, also charged with evading police. You tripping? Mm. Yeah, he said he came out of the bank and left his car running and double parked yeah. with the strap on him in the bank, which is weird to me, but hey, he's walking back to the car. Police were at the car. He tried to go the other way, hence the evading <laughs> uh, charge. But man, shout out to him, man. Hope the best come out for Fabio. Hey, if I'm Fabio, I'm too hot right now to be running from the police, bro. Bro, I'm too hot to go to the bank, driving myself, to That's double right. park, to leave my car running, to be strapped all that. with a loaded gun all that has that. a serial number scratched off. Like, I'm too famous for all of that, <laughs> my nigga. Like, all of it. Just pick one. Jesus Um, One last W to Joey Badass and Diddy. Their short film, Distant Strangers, won an Oscar for Best Live Action Short. Um, anybody that doesn't know what this Two Distant Strangers is, it's a black man who keeps waking up on the same day only to be killed by a police officer. Mm. So it's on some Groundhog Day shit. Uh, unfortunately for Diddy or Joey Badass, Diddy was the executive producer, Joey Badass starred in it. Neither one of them will actually receive an Oscar. They only go to the directors. Oh, wow. Well, shout out to them for being a part of it, man. That's pretty dope. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. If I'm in it, I need one of them gold statues, though. Like, yeah, you got to give me that, my nigga. Especially if I starred in it, man. Come on, Come bro. on now. Or if I'm dead and I put the money up, man. Come Let on me. with that, bro. Any one of them, I need that. that. Um, on Decker of the Week is a friend of the show, and he's actually a former guest of the show as well, and a, and a friend in real life, too. Street Symphony, man, producer. Just taught uh, hip-hop and R&B commercial songwriting class last week over at MTSU. Big salute to Street Symphony, man. Got hip-hop in the schools, man. Love to see shit like that. That's really fly. That's dope, man. When we first got to Atlanta, Street showed us a lot of love, man. Took us around in the city in the 645. I fell asleep. <laughs> that was a pretty cool time, man. He's done big, major things since then. He's continued to grow, man, and we continue to, to root for him. So shout out to him for that, man. That's cool. Absolutely, man. Grammys on Grammys. Um, do you have a put on for me this week? It doesn't matter. I'm going first. Mortal fucking combat came out. God damn it. It was the shit. Let's go. If you haven't watched that, you bullshitting with yourself. My put on is Mortal Kombat for the second week in a row. It was piff. I'm never right, watching that. Never um, watched. I'm never watching that. What? 
I heard the acting was trash. Not really. No. Who told you that? I'm not. I, I didn't even like the Mortal Kombat game though. So I, that's your yeah. fault. That's I wasn't. I went. I was some slow at all fighting games. All like I video could, games. I could, no, nah, I'm decent mad and dog right now. Jeff beat me a man yesterday. I'm still mad about that, actually. <laughs> but I'm still mad in the playoffs, too. I was super odd. Nigga, Tua is some slaw, but that's another subject. Uh, yeah, I, I was never good in Mortal Kombat, so I'm not a big fan of the movie. Uh, my put on for the week, one is Resistance Band. Got my Resistance Band in from Amazon. Finna so I get into them, man, so I can get swole like my boy out Snowfall. Work a nigga this summer. I take my shirt off and work somebody this summer. But my number one put on is Resistance Band. And my second one is a book by Harper Lee. Go set a watchman is the follow-up to my favorite book, To Kill a Mockingbird. I started listening to it this week on Audible. It's really good. It's really, a, if you like that type of story and set in the old South and it's about racism and shit, but it's really good. Shout out to Harper Lee in that book. And it's fiction? Uh, it is fiction. It's, you familiar with To Kill a Mockingbird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a continuation of that the characters are older the little girl has grown up the dad's gotten old and there's another case that he's going over it's really cool man i haven't read a fiction book in a very long time i need to jump back in that's what made me do it like i i get a, i've signed up to audible where i pay like 15 dollars a month they give you a free book and all my books are like fucking business yeah. uh, history and i just wanted to just read something or listen to something that was just fiction and see how i liked it and it's pretty cool I can respect and accept it, guys. We appreciate another episode is in the books. Make sure you do us a favor, youtube.com slash realville. Hit the like button, then hit the subscribe button after that. Also, support the real, patreon.com slash realville. We got two brand new album reviews coming up this week. Maybe live by the time you hear this. Maybe. If not, just check back in the next day or two. And we've got two brand new joints for you. Uh, what else? Anything else before we get out of here? That's it, man. This was a fun episode. We're going to continue this tradition, get people involved with the um, rap draft, and we appreciate everybody that participated, man. Support the real. We out.